Hi everybody, Paul Johnson here and welcome to a brand new weekly podcast, The Rodcast. Yeah, like what we did there? Rodcast? <laughs> anyway, over the next few weeks, we're going to be talking everything fishing. So whether you're a all-out angling addict, a major player, or a hapless occasional fair-weather chucker, or even an occasional leisure fisher person, or a total and utter beginner, or just somebody who wants to get into this crazy pastime, then you're in the right place. And let me tell you, everybody's welcome here. So relax and enjoy your rodcast and make it a weekly date with your fishing mates on your smartphone, on your PC or on your smart speaker. In the coming weeks and months, we'll be talking nature, a care for the environment, casting, floating, spinning, ledgering and species. We'll be covering the seasonal fish and how to target many different species, where to fish and tips on hoots on how to catch those fish with guests contributing to us and we'll be looking at some of the new tackle which is on the market so if we can get some new tackle in we will take it out and we will test it in our feature called tackle on test and that means not just unwrapping it and looking at it in the office and saying how lovely that is and what a lovely colour it is not us we will take it out and we will test it if it's a beach caster we will take it out to the beach and cast it funnily enough if it's a distance casting rod we'll take it to a whacking great big field strap a weight and a reel on it and chuck it as far as we possibly can and let you know how that rod performed if it's freshwater tackle we'll be taking it out to the rivers and lakes testing it and reporting back to you so welcome one and all hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's that tackle on test time, and uh, today I'm going to be talking about a reel I've had for, oh, many years. In fact, I've got two of these now, and I just kind of converted over to this reel about 10, 15 years ago now, and that is the Abu Maggie Lee Multiplier. Loads of these different multipliers around. Some have the level wind on, some don't. Some people take off the level wind. I started life with Maggie Leets with a little green one, one of the original Maggie Leets, meant to be the casting reel back in the day it was kind of rocket science and there was a big argument about no you gotta have a multiplier if you want to cast great distances off of the beach or whatever you need to have a multiplier and of course that's true to a certain degree but fixed balls have kind of upped their act over the last 
few years and uh, the long cast fixed spores are probably equally as good now basically it's all down to the technique and how you feel each to his own sort of thing i use both fixed ball and multipliers um, but when everybody was raving about multipliers many years ago i kind of thought well you know okay i'll join the gang i'll give it a go and as i say i've had two i love my little green in the magalite it's a green magalite it's kind of like the british racing green one that came out donkeys years ago now and um, I've used it extensively off beaches and off piers and um, I got on okay with it I'm not gonna lie I mean I did get a few birds nests in it which was obviously one of the scary things about using these multipliers was the fact that getting birds nests you spend half the time you know getting your tangles out of your reel etc but um it's not that bad once you get used to it the megalites of course came with a brake system uh, on the older ones on the older megalites they tended to have a number dial with a slide control on the left hand side of the reel drum and you could take that from one to six um on the newer ones which is the one i want to talk about was a kind of limited edition when it came out and that was the megalite high speed the sunburst red one i purchased uh, many years ago and I love this this was so much better than the green one one because it was a little bit bigger and I found it faster to reel in and it was the Airbu Ambassador 6500 C3 CT mag high speed reel which came out and it's still working so good for me now the one thing about the multiplier reels is especially from Airbu is there a quality product? As I say, I've had mine coming up for 20 years now, and I'm still casting it, and it's still cast just as it is, as it was all those years ago. And um, with the Abu as well, when you buy it, it's got a really good quality box, great quality guarantees, instruction booklets, there's a parts index, so basically you can take your whole reel apart, every single nut, every single washer, has actually got a number and you can order these parts from Abu um, and it kind of gives you a, an added confidence if you like to having the product that you know that you're always going to be able to get it repaired if you need to out of the box they're great I just unwrapped mine strapped it on my beach caster ringed for a multiplier and I started casting with it a little couple of bunches when I took the brakes right off but nothing amazingly bad I tended to start with the brake three quarters on just to get the confidence up and once I've had a few cast on that brake slider I took it back a notch back a notch before I knew it I was casting with just a quarter of the Megan magnetic brakes uh, on these reels hence the Meg Elites. The great buying them second hand because they do last and if you buy one that's been looked after then there's no reason that reel shouldn't be in great condition and last you a good many years. They hold their price well as well. You find that even the second hand ones, even in today's market, are going to be 60, 50, 60 quid, which is good. Obviously the new ones are 100, 120 plus now. A second hand Meg Elite Ambassador uh, will do you proud. Um, the other thing about these reels, if you can find somebody who really knows these reels and will service it for you and maybe customize it for you just give it a good going over make sure it's running properly i remember being fishing um many years ago i used to fish on the medway down at gillingham pier and i had a guy there who's an old fella who set up reels for people and um he said to me one day is that casting okay i said yeah it seems to be okay i was getting a bit of bunching he said i can take that away 
set it up for you. He said, I can make that work a lot better. Well, I was a bit sceptical, got to be said, but I did in the end. I let him have it. Um, he took two weeks to do it. Not a problem for me. Met him back on the pier. And lo and behold, I was absolutely amazed. The first cast after having a proper setup on that Meg Elite, it absolutely flew out. Now, what he'd done to it, I don't know. I didn't quite ask him, but he said he'd adjusted the brakes, he'd taken the rubbers off, he'd done all sorts of weird and wonderful wizardry to it, and it did cast a lot better, and it still is casting better than ever, um, as I still use it today. So, the Abumagali Ambassador, the CTs, great range of reels. There's lots of them now. Um, they do an Abu 6500, the Abu 7000, more for a boat and rocks. You can also get these with a level wind on which saves you having to wind the, the line on level um, but they do inhibit casting a little bit I find I, I, I'm quite happy to level wind my own line with my thumb once you get the knack of it it's not a problem at all and as I say with very little maintenance you know I just put it on run it under a tap cold water when I've used it it will last ages and it still fishes very well so that's the Abu 6500 C3 CT mag high speed that's the tackle on test with the test of time and it certainly has certainly has served me the test of time I'd highly recommend this real second hand or new Okay, coming up, we're going to be talking species with Nate. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Baffled, a brand new podcast bringing you some amazing facts that are complete nonsense. Imagine the likes that, that would get on Instagram, you having a quick one up a lamppost on the moon, incredible. So you basically <laughs> saying the reason the dinosaurs stopped living is because they all collectively made a decision to have no more children. Oh, they're talking, I think until 10 years ago, I, I still shared the bathwater that my parents were in. You can find us wherever you got this podcast. Just search for Baffled Amazing Facts. Baffled. 
So, welcome my mate Nate Green, who is a specimen hunter. The man who has no bounds. His knowledge is so wide. Uh, he is the oracle of fishing. Hello, mate. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Until I let build up. Was that too much? Oh, it, it was a little bit sickly, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Yeah. And because uh, it's cold, and um, the fair weather fishermen have kind of all gone away. Um, the keen fishermen. Uh, who are still around? We're going to be talking catching perch now, specimen perch on lures. You know the old perch the old on lures. lures and jigs. Yep. So I was intrigued just a minute ago before we started recording about the difference between jigging and luring, and uh, apparently that's the way to go. The uh, drop shot. Let's have a little. How, what, how does that work? Well, this is a technique that came over from. I believe it came over from the bass fishing you know, mm-hmm. community in the States. Also a little bit from Japan, I think. A lot of the, uh, they fish a lot for black bass out there. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of the tackle comes from Japan and, and, and the States and it's all the sorts of little tiny latex lures, little rubber lures. And it's just a different rig if you fish your weight on the bottom and your hook is kind of tied into the line a, a little distance away, you know, sort of six inches to two foot away from the weight. And the way it works is that you can flick the weight out and hold your weight on the bottom static, but you can bounce the lure around on that spot, and then you can move the weight to bring it, you know, closer to you, and then dance the lure around again, and move the weight and dance the lure around again. Mm. So it's just a way of keeping the the lure in a spot, but working it on the spot. If without you know what I mean. Spooking them, I suppose, by moving the well, weight all the time. without yeah. immediately pulling your lure away from the fish. You know, if the, yeah. if you know where the fish are, you can chuck your your rig up to them and keep it dancing around on that spot you know wow so i suppose if you're in like a canal or somewhere like a weir or somewhere where there's um a wall you can get right close to that wall without yeah and you can you know with with all types of lure fishing by sort of definition they they require you to retrieve line yeah to make the lure work as a spinner type. so you know great example if you're on the opposite bank of a canal and there's like snags, you know, falling down into the water, like brambles or, you know, a brick brick wall or, you know, pilings or whatever like that. You would, with a spinner or a jig or a spoon, you could cast it up to it and you could get really tight and be really happy with your cast. But then to make the lure work, you have to pull it away from the snag, you know, and if yeah. that's where the perch are hiding and you know that, a drop shot rig is great because you can flick it up towards it and you can just hold your, your weight steady on the bottom and dance that lure around on the spot. And, yeah. and bam, you know, you're keeping your bait in the strike zone, basically. Yeah, because perch are a, a fierce predator, aren't they? A lot of people don't realise it's, yeah, uh, yeah. it's uh, next to the pike, I suppose, um, and the Xander in a way. Uh, they're quite ferocious uh, fish, I, aren't they? I would actually say, although pike have got all the teeth and, mm. the, you know, pike have got the terrific sort of lunging speed, I would say perch are probably more aggressive than pike. You know, yeah. it, you can get a perch to take a lure quite often if, uh, you know, just dancing it around in front of it it'll take it I think they take them a lot a lot of the time out of aggression as well as yeah, a, a, like a feeding response you know that's what I was going to say they're kind of they're quite hard aren't they they're hard nuts little they're, punks yeah, little punks little punk aren't they yeah. I mean they're, they're, um, if anyone hasn't seen one and you probably if you listen to this you're probably a fisherman and you probably you probably send them and you probably caught them but if you anybody hasn't you know any partners listening or whatever that don't know what the hell we're talking about and why 
your other half wants to listen to the rodcast. And um, perch are beautiful. They're they're greeny, browny, yellowy in colour. Um, they vary from where they're where they're living, but they're sort of arched back. They've got quite a hump back, haven't they? And on, do, yeah. on, on the yeah. top of their their dorsal fin, it's like spiky. I mean, you wouldn't want if you went to get it off the hook, you'd know it. You know, um, it's one of their defence mechanisms, I suppose. Being a predator, it keeps yep. predators going to eat them away. Yeah, they've almost got lots of spikes, lots of spikes everywhere. They've got sort of sharp rakers in their gills as well, on along their gill plate. I think um, most people as kids have, have had a, a perch's gill spike go into their hand at some point, haven't they? You know, yeah, most I've people, done it many times. They don't like to hold them when they're unhooking them and stuff no. like that. But once you're, once you're confident with them, there's no worries, really. You can handle them without any chance of getting hurt at all. It, it's like a double attack because I've had perch when I was a kid and I think, oh, I know you've got spikes on your back. I'm not going to fall for that old chestnut. So I'll get hold of its tummy and then I'll get walloped by its, yeah. just around by its gills. It, look, I mean, we're not talking, they're not going to cut your finger off here, but a big, a fair-sized perch will actually give you probably worse than a paper cut, I'd say. They can do, they yeah, can do, but it's all you know. about confidence and not yeah. being afraid and, uh, you know, just getting hold of it and... He says that you with know. a smile on his face. He's, no, he's always confident about I'm always things. confident. Whereas I, I panic when I catch an eel, but you have to be careful unhooking them. Let's go. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the gill, the, the spikes on the gill plate, they all face backwards. So as long as you've got the sort of, if, as long as you've got a grip on the perch, it cannot hurt you. You know, right. the, the fin spike, the spikes on the dorsal fin, they slope backwards. So as long as you've got everything laid flat against the fish and you've got hold of it firmly, it cannot, just simply cannot hurt you. So, mm. It's all about confidence. If you dilly-dally and you've got your hand sort of loosely around a fish yeah. waiting to get a grip, that's when it can flare its gills and shake itself and, you know, yes. you'll end up with a bit of a cut. Yeah, it's kind of like get from the head on, isn't it? Like you do, do yep. the bass. Yep. You, you fold those spikes down. That's it, yeah. Uh, so but if you are a little bit inexperienced, you can, uh, you, they can they can prick you and stab you. Uh, I've had worse on sea fish, obviously, with with spines but uh, you have to be a bit careful and do they um, is it this drop shot is, is one way but I suppose the other way is the a lot of people listening will probably think lures these lovely coloured lures that bend and twist uh, with treble hooks on are they still you know for, that, good for perch uh, they can be yeah so they they would be called sort of plugs or yeah. crankbaits is the sort of American term for them the hard lures that are usually made of wood or plastic and they've got a diving lip on the front That's it, yeah. they can be just as good you know on their day they're a great way for for exploring the upper layers of of the water so if you're fishing in like a lot of you know in a deep venue yeah the fish could be on the bottom in which case a, a jig would be the best way to to fish for them but they could also be sitting four foot off the bottom and in in that situation you know a spinner or a plug or something like that is a, is a great way of also catching them most lure anglers will have a hundred different lures in their bag, oh, yeah. so you know you, you've got to just yeah. you know hedge your bets and, and try well, different things until it starts working. Yeah, we're kind of edging towards a little bit of fly fishing type, looking at the different patterns on lures and it, it's and a the similar way colours. of of thinking about fishing. Yeah. Certainly, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you're you're thinking of different depths, different patterns. You know, different retrieve rates. You know, that's something in fly fishing that the fly anglers talk about. Um, tackle on this, any sort of float rod, really. Is that is it? Or what do you think? No, you're fishing. You're fishing designated rods that are designed right. exactly for the purpose. So really? they'd be okay. little tiny, sort of six foot to seven foot jig rods and drop shot rods that are designed specific for the purpose. I, I would tend to to go out with two different outfits. 
you know, mm. you'll have one that's that's aimed at drop shot rigs, and you'll have one that's aimed at as a spinning rod or or a jig rod. And uh, the difference is like, often in the tip. Basically, you've got you've got one that's sort of very very sensitive in the tip, so that you can see the little twitchy bites on the drop shot rig. Yeah, and then spinning or or jigging rods tend to be a bit little bit more solid in the tip, so that you can impart movement into the lure. Yeah, via the tip, you know, if you if you twitch the tip by a foot, your lure's going to twitch by a foot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. this is one of the the methods that I would sort of implore people to, you know, if you if you're going out to buy stuff specifically for it, you know, budget as much as you can spend, as much as you can warrant on getting as good a rod as you can for the specific you know, technique that you're going to use because they are a tool for a job and it will, it will get having a better lure rod will, will catch you more fish in the long run and, and using equipment that's not quite up to scratch will cost you it fish costs as well. Fish. Yeah. It'll cost. Yeah. So a particular rod for this, um, could that, I mean, you're not going to likely to just buy that and go, that's just for perch because you could probably, you could probably pike on that rod maybe, or maybe Xander. There's some other, other species that you could use that rod for. It's not as if you're, or is it, you it, know, you're, yeah, you're buying would, that just for perch. You know what I mean? It would be these little, little drop shot rods and jig rods are, are pretty much aimed at the technique itself. Um, of course, you'll you'll hook the odd pike on when you're drop shotting, um, but not going to complain about that. Are you? No, no, no. It's good. It's good fun. But but you tend to you would probably use a heavier rod for pike fishing if you was going out to target pike. You'd yeah. be chucking sort of bigger lures. You know, for the most part, you'd be you'd be looking at using sort of bigger, he- heavier tackle for yeah. the pike. Yeah. But but certainly on the sort of canal networks in the Midlands, um, you'll be targeting perch and xander on these rods. You can use them for LRF fishing in the in the in the saltwater stuff that you like to do. So oh, yeah, you can yeah, fish yeah. fish for little juvenile fish in like inland harbours and you know estuaries and stuff like that. So that they're they're rods that you could use for other stuff, but for the most part they're quite specialised, and you you would tend to just use them for drop shotting for perch. If you're going to buy a drop shot rod, you'll probably only use it for drop shotting. Drop shot for perch. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, I know it's that that like any fish they they grow to quite large you can get some quite perch i was quite surprised when you said some of the bigger perch i mean what's the what would you call a big perch a good specimen perch that for you i know you go for them so you'd probably i know. fish a lot for big perch and i'm always happy with a two pounder if it's right, if okay. it's two pound plus it's a it's a nice fish you know yeah. a three pound plus perch i would say is a big fish yeah um you know, I, that's a real. I'm really, really, really happy if I can. A two, a two pounder is kind of like you know that's your target for the right. day. If you're target, if you're fish, if you're going out fishing for big perch, then a two pounder will be like, you know, that's job done. If you catch a three pounder, that's like amazing. And uh, you know, four pound, four pound plus is huge for a perch. You yeah. know, um, not many of them about. Or I've had one ever over four pound myself. Um, mm. You know, there are people who have caught a lot of four pounders, but but yeah, you're talking a, a fish in thousands. I'd say a four pounder. Right. Yeah. Really rare. The sort of thing you see stuffed in these old Victorian yeah, cabinets. Yeah, I think that's why there's not many left. They seem to all be stuffed back. in old pubs, don't they? Yes, in the old pub, in the saloon bar, yeah. you know, in a, in a case, you know, caught by, you know, Joe Bloggs in 1932 or whatever that's it was, it, yeah. you know? Yeah. yeah, that's a shame. It's a horrible thing to see. But, um, oh, so averagely speaking, I mean, a two-pound is a good handful anyway, isn't it? I mean, that's... Yeah, that's a two-handed fish, I'd two, say, yeah, you know, that's yeah. uh, they're quite... And, and they do look absolutely huge, Perch, oh, as well, yeah, you know. Yeah. A, a, 
a two pound perch looks massive. You know, if you're not used to seeing them, you you you'll be quite taken aback by how big it is. Yeah, because they've so, got that arch on their back, haven't they? They're quite yeah, and all a, the big fins fish. flared out, and you know they're pretty much hollow. You know, from the a third of them is their head, which is all hollow, and yeah. they're very lightweight anyway. So I think you know most people most people tend to judge a fish's weight based on their experience of carp because carp is the most popular thing, you know. So they look at a, a two-pound perch and it's as big as a three-pound carp. So yeah. they think it's, you know, a lot bigger than it is. Yeah. And when you see them, you know, you start if you start, when you see them over three and a half pound, they just look absolutely astronomically huge, you know. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay. quite shockingly big at that size. And those drop shot rigs, um, you do buy them as a rig itself, or would you? You can buy them ready made. Them- yeah, lot lot. There's quite a few brands now that will sell them ready made, but it's only you've only got to learn two knots. Really, you've got an Albright knot which which links your braid to the rig itself, and then you've got um, to attach the hook. You you, you would use a Palomar knot or an, or a specific knot that we call a drop shot knot which is a slightly better but slightly more complicated knot to tie but you'd only need those two knots and you, yeah. you so it's not much to learn yeah i suppose i mean i mean the the, the actual hook knot um, it's a bit like the old school sea rigs we used to use. You could actually uh, put a loop in the line and um, and go round through the eye of the hook and then back over so the, and pull it tight so you've actually got a, a hook on a loop maybe. That would be quite... Yeah, I think you, you, you would need to... Uh, no, I, I would recommend you, you use the, the Palomar or the uh, drop shot knot because it, it, it ties the hook into the line rather than it's not coming off on a tag. Right, okay. So every twitch that you put through your line is yeah, imparted directly so. onto the hook. There's yeah. no sort of lag between your hook and, you know, so you the, the tackle line. direct action from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Well, but but you can buy them ready tied. Um, come on little winders in the tackle shops, you know. Lots, yeah. of, lots of brands do them now. Right. So. Nice. Perch. There you go. Thanks, Nate. Great stuff. You no worries. That. No worries. Winter perch. Go out and get it. Um, drop shot rigs or a, a lure. I like fishing with lures. It's great fun because you, you're busy as well. You're casting out a bit like spinning, you know, um, and you can the weirs and different places. Yeah, you know, and another great thing about this technique is it tends to lend itself to the sort of more urban environment. So you can go yes, to like a big yeah, river that, yeah. uh, you know, a big river or canal that passes through a, a yeah. village or a town. And, you know, you're only carrying a, a tiny little rod and a net and a sort of, you know, shoulder bag full of bits and pieces. So, you know, if you want a, a pint and a burger halfway through your day, you can prop your stuff up against the thing and, and stop and have, you know, yeah, it's, it's a great way to spend a day with a friend. Yeah, just you know, lots, of, lots of action. And who yeah. knows, you might catch a, a giant stripy thing to, yeah. to show off a at the end of the day. prehistoric beast. That's it, yeah. They are, they are wonderful fish. Cheers, mate. Sadly, we're out of time. Thanks for tuning in to us. This is me, Paul Johnson, checking out from the Rodcast for this week. But join us again next week. Thanks to Nate for popping in and talking to us this week. Tell your mates to join us next week. Tell your mates to make a date for the Rodcast. Talk to you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.